Welcome to the anointed teaching preached at Church 316, the youth arm of the Fountain of Life Church. We hope that you be blessed as you listen to this message. All right, today I'm going to be talking very quickly on what I've titled um, Guard Your Hearts. Guard Your Hearts. You know, um, in these times where we are, you know, these unprecedented times, one thing that we must understand is the fact that um, this is a tool. That the enemy is trying to use, you know, our hearts are a tool that the enemy is trying to use, you know, to cause fear in the hearts of people, right? So, I mean, I looked through it and I, I studied that, that that scripture in Proverbs 4 verse 23. We're going to read it, you know, Proverbs 4 verse 23, but I just want us, let me just give you a preamble, you know, the, the heart is an important tool in the hands of God for the kingdom, for kingdom impact. The heart is a major tool in the hands of God for kingdom in- impact. What is most town ta- is most times downplayed, mostly, especially by Christians, is most times downplayed, right? So, what am I saying in essence? If you read and study the Bible very broadly, you will know that the heart is an important tool in the hands of God, you know. And it's not just an important tool, it's an important tool for kingdom impact right here on earth. But it is most times downplayed, you know, because we don't understand how deep, you know, and how important this thing is to God. The state of your heart is one of the ways you will be able to go through, like I was saying, go through these unprecedented times boldly, you know, and without fear. Without fear, it is only, it only starts from your heart, whatever it is. That is going to happen to you especially in these times it starts from your heart it is like the roots you know of a plant it starts from your heart it starts from your heart now let's open our bibles to proverbs 23 proverbs 4 verse 23 preferably the message version proverbs 4 verse 23 you know just turn to proverbs 4 verse 23 if you're there say amen i'm sure i can't see you but don't worry, <laughs> I can hear your amen in the spirit. Hallelujah. Okay, Proverbs, Proverbs 4, verse 23. Um, preferably um, the message version or the message translation. All right? Proverbs 4, verse 23. It says here, keep vigilant watch over your heart. That's where life starts. Don't talk about, don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. Avoid careless banter white lies and gossip all right keep your eyes straight ahead ignore all the side show um distractions however where i want you to pay attention to is 23 keep vigilant watch over your heart that's where life starts <laughs> that is another translation for the scripture that says guard your heart with all diligence guard your heart with all diligence for out of there, the issues of life start, you know. Guard your heart with all diligence. Guard your heart with all diligence. For that is where, out of it flows the issues of life. Out of it flows the issues of life. But look at this translation here. He says, keep vigilant watch over your heart. That is where life starts. That is where what? Life starts. Keep vigilant watch over your heart. For that is where life starts. If the Bible can be telling us this, especially through the wisest man that ever lived on earth, right? Who was inspired by God to put down this. 
doesn't that mean something very important? Because he says, keep vigilant watch over your heart. <laughs> that is, you know, what the Yorubas call Ishoru, you know. <laughs> vigilant watch over your heart. I mean, a lot of us, probably some of us stay in estates, we have people that um, guard our areas, you know. You know how um, important those people are to the security of your area. You know how important they are. Because most times, when you see them, they're all decked up. You know, they're all looking very, you know, um, ready to guard wherever and protect you from your life, your, from your properties, right? Your, 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 your treasures or your properties, right? So, he says, keep vigilant watch over your heart, over this heart. He says we should keep a vigilant watch over our heart. Wow. That is amazing. It is amazing. You know, and you see, one of the things we must understand that is that there are some things we need to follow, especially in guarding our heart, or some of the things we need to know, especially in guarding our heart. Number one, your heart is precious to God. Now, I can't overemphasize this. Your heart is precious to God. You know, it is precious to God. And I'm going to show you and I'm going to prove it to you um, in different, with different scriptures where God has been really, really emphasizing about how important your heart is to him, right? It is a treasure. It is precious to him. Your heart is precious to God. That is why you hear people say, you know, um, God does not look at the outward appearance. But even it was in the Bible. He took it from the Bible where Samuel was saying that, you know, um, to, I guess it was Saul, you know, um, he says God does not look at the outward appearance, but looks inward. He, he looks at the heart. He looks at the heart. Now, let me show you some things to prove to you that the heart is a major treasure in the hands of God. Open your Bibles to Mark 12, 30. 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 Mark 12, verse 30. Right. Okay. Um, sorry. Mark 12, verse 30. Um, I will read from uh, the Amplified Version. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. This is Jesus talking here. And with all your soul, life, and with all your mind, your thought and understanding, and with all your strength. Now, this is Jesus telling us that when they were asking him which of the commandments is very, very important. He says, love the Lord with all your what? Heart. Doesn't that tell you that Jesus and God prioritizes, that God prioritizes, prioritizes your heart above all things else? Else, Now, he could have said, love the Lord your God with all your life, with all your mind, and with all your strength, and with all your heart. But you see, the heart is, is the most important in the scheme of things. In this discussion, the, 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 the heart is the most discussion. Because if you look back where he says, keep vigilant, watch over your heart. Because that is where life starts. 
That's what it means here. Look at it. Lord, love the Lord your God with all your heart. All your heart. Now, follow me. Follow me closely. Follow me closely. And follow me as I follow Jesus. <laughs> Matthew 15, 16 to 20. Matthew 15, 16 to 20. Um, Matthew 15. Matthew 15. 16 to 20. And he said, Are you still so dull and unable to put things together? Do you not understand that whatever goes into the mouth passes into the stomach and is eliminated uh, and, and is eliminated and is eliminated <laughs> and is eliminated? But whatever word comes out of the mouth comes from the heart. And this is what defiles and dishonors the man. But whatever word comes out of the mouth comes from the heart. The heart produced what came out from the mouth. The heart produced what came out from the mouth, which is what the Bible is saying here. And that is what defiles and dishonors the man. That is what defiles and dishonors the man. This came from a question from Peter. Peter was asking God to explain the parable about what defiles a person, you know. And he was telling Peter, he said, Are you still so dull and unable to put things together? Do you not understand that whatever goes into the mouth passes into the stomach and is eliminated? But whatever word comes out from the, of the mouth comes from the heart. Whatever word comes out from the mouth comes from the heart. And this is what defiles and dishonors the man. This is what defiles and dishonors the man. Can you see how important your heart is in the scheme of things? You are not just asked to guard it because Solomon just made, felt that, that you should just guard it. No. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. Right. Um, the next scripture is Luke 12.34. And I'll just read that. For where your treasure is, that is where your heart is. What? Is. For where your treasure is, that is where your heart is. Now, the one that's, you know, gets me so excited is Ephesians 1.18. Ephesians 1.18 is the one that says that the eyes of your heart be enlightened. Some people say the eyes of your understanding. But, you know, the, 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 the translation I have here says the eyes of your heart be enlightened. The eyes, I was Paul praying that prayer, you know. And why did he say the eyes of your heart? Because he knows that that's where life starts. That is where life begins. So, all these scriptures are just to prove to you and let you know that this is a very important scheme, or sorry, an important tool in the hands of God for the, his end time army. You must know, if you understand that this is important to God first, this is important to God first, the way you treat it will be different. A lot of us have phones today. A lot of us have things that we, you know, why do you keep your money in the bank? Why do you buy a, 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 a protector, a screen protector for your phone. Why do you wear a case for your phone? You are guarding it from something. You are guarding it from... And some of these things even still happen, right? And you still go ahead to even change the screen or you go ahead to... You are guarding it against uh, being spoiled, against being um, stolen. Those things, you know, why do you put passwords on your phone? You are guarding it. So, you know, a lot of things that are ephemeral, things that are not even... 
as important as your heart. Because your heart can produce those things. But those things can never produce your heart. Oh my God. Somebody didn't get that. You can produce those things from your heart. Because that is where life starts. But your heart... So from, sorry. For, but those things cannot produce your heart. There's no way, you know, they can form what is... They, they, they can, they, you, there's no way those things can make up what is in your heart. Because your heart is where life truly starts. The ideas that you used to get the money or that you used to propose that idea to get the money to buy that phone came from your heart, my brother. Even whether good or bad, came from your heart because the truth is, he says that is where life starts. So it is your choice to guard it. It is your choice to guard it. You must understand this, that this is very important in the scheme of things. You need in these times, especially in these times of COVID-19, this pandemic, you must understand that your heart is a major tool in the hands of God and in the hands of the devil. The devil is going around seeking to, who to devour. He wants to kill, to steal, and to destroy. He wants to steal those thoughts, those thoughts that God has given you. And he's putting it, he's trying to destroy you, he's trying to destroy you. But where he starts from is your heart. Where he starts from is your heart. You must understand this. This is very, very important. I can't stress, I can't overemphasize this. It is very, very important. All right, let's go on. So number one, number one thing, especially in guarding your heart, you must understand that your heart is a treasure in God's hands. You must understand that your heart is precious in God's hand. Your heart is an important part of God. It's an important part of God. God made your heart for a reason. Because that is where he truly communicates with. Alright? Now, my number two. Number two. Prioritize the advice that Solomon gave here. Or prioritize the task. He says, guard your heart. <laughs> guard your heart. Like I just said now, we guard so many things. There are so many things in our lives that we guard with our lives. <laughs> you know, we guard so many things. I mean, look at, think about your most prized possessions. What are your most prized possessions? Things that, you know, that are ephemeral, things that you can easily lose like this. Or things that you're going to leave in this world. You know, but your most prized possession is actually your heart. But the things that you call your most prized possessions that are material things, these things that can, you know, they just move just like that. Anybody can steal them, anything can happen. But you guard them. You guard your money in the bank. You guard your, 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 your I mean, your apps have passwords. You have, you got so many things. Your car has security, right? <laughs> your house has a padlock, right? Your, why didn't you leave your house? Why didn't you leave your house and leave it without padlocks or leave it without keys? <laughs> Listen, the Bible says you should keep a watch, a vigilant watch. It didn't say a sleepy watch, a vigilant watch over your heart. Isn't that serious? That is a very serious matter. It's a very, very serious matter. So one of the things you must do is to prioritize that task. It is very important that you prioritize that task. It says guard, 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 guard. Not watch, guard, 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 secure, guard, barricade, barricade your heart, 
Yes, barricade your heart, guard your heart. For out of it comes the issues of life. So that task, how much do you prioritize that task? You know, so on a scale of one to five, would you say that you are number one in terms of prioritizing guarding your heart? I'm not talking about people that are even below average. I'm talking about people that are between, you know, on the scale of one to five, you can say, I'm on scale one in terms of guarding your heart. Because we can see the results through your life. We can see the results through your life. When you see a life that is dysfunctional or malfunctional, always know, try to know the state of their heart. Try to know the state of their heart. When you see a life that is dysfunctional or malfunctional, you must know the state of their lives, uh, their hearts. The state of their heart is very important. The state of your heart is very important. Even as a Christian, a lot of us are so big on so many things. But the truth is, the most important thing, you know, some of us are big on just knowing, yes, knowing the scripture is cool. You know, being, but some of us are very activity conscious. But at the end of the day, your heart, your heart, your heart, where communication goes with God, where it tells you, informs you of things to do and not to do. You are not even guarding. You think that those things are past. If you look at if you look at that scripture in Proverbs four, you know you even see it talks about you know not letting any idle word proceed out of your mouth. When you when the Bible says that from the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks, you understand that it is your heart that produces all those things, the things that you say. So when you see a, a, a Christian. Going and going using swear words. You must come on. You must understand these things. These are basic things. And you understand that this is a function of your heart. That is why it says it's your God. So nobody's saying, oh, it's, 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 your, it's, your, it's, your, it's your fault. No, 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 no. It, but it's your responsibility to guard your heart. It is God's to give you the heart. You know, it is your responsibility to guard that heart. It is your responsibility to guard your heart with all diligence. Now, he didn't just say you should guard your heart. He said you should guard your heart with all diligence. Guard it with all diligence. Not just some diligence. Not diligence in one week and like a, being lackadaisical in the second week. Or diligence in the third week, being lackadaisical in the fourth week. Diligence, all diligence. All diligence. Guard your heart with all diligence. For out of it comes the issues of life. Somebody is saying, ah, why is Pastor Shubok talking like this? I'm talking like this because it's so important. You know, when I see some of the things that, you know, God, God shows us, God, God, God has planned for us, I see that sometimes it's the state of our hearts that stops us from receiving. I don't know if somebody got, got that. It's the state of our hearts sometimes that stops us from receiving. Because we don't even... We have not even cleansed our heart enough or believed enough to know that God is able to do those things for us in the place of faith. So number one, I said, remember that your heart is precious to God and is a treasure to God. Number two, prioritize that task of guarding your heart. Prioritize that task. What is the greatest priority in your life right now? Above that, prioritize this. This is a major priority for you. Guard your heart with all diligence. In guarding your, a, a, your heart a, as a priority, you put, uh, right, 
In the scheme of things, it should always be the top of mind with every kind of spiritual and psychological security possible. In the scheme of things, it should always be top of your mind with every kind of spiritual and psychological security possible. Now, you see, now that we have established that the heart is very important to God, you know, as a tool for his glory, you know, we must also understand that it remains our choice. And I, like I said, it is our responsibility to guard it. It is your responsibility to guard your heart. It is not God's responsibility to guard it for you. It is your responsibility to guard your heart. Now, it takes me to the next point. Minimize the trash. Minimize the trash. This is one of the major ways that you can guard your heart. Minimize the trash. The world is full of different depositors. There are so many people that deposit into our lives every day. Some deposit life and good news, while some deposit trash and everything that points to death. There are different depositors. You must understand this. Everyday people are talking to you. Everyday people are communicating to you. They are either communicating life or death. They are either communicating good news or trash. So what you need to know is that now in life, as those things come, good news comes, trash comes. Which do you take on the maximum level? Which do you take on the maximum level? Is it trash or is it good news? So you need to minimize the trash. Are we saying that we will never, uh, we will never uh, encounter trash? We always, every single day, we encounter some trash. You know, all the music, all the movies, all the things on the internet that we see on social media. We encounter trash on a daily basis. But you need to minimize, learn to minimize the trash. If you know that you're going to a place where they're going, it's going to give you challenges, you know, uh, 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 being comfortable in that mist. Minimize it. Stop going there. Minimize the trash. And the Bible says it in Hebrews 12, verse 1 and 2. Open your Bibles to Hebrews. It says, let us now lay aside every weight that easily besets us. Everything that easily besets us. It's a weight on your life. It's a weight on your heart. It's a weight on your heart. Open your Bibles to it. Hebrews 12, verse 1 and 2. Hebrews 12, verse 1 and 2. Hebrews 12. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hebrews 12, verse 1 and 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us who by faith have testified the truth of God's absolute faithfulness. Stripping off every unnecessary weight and sin, which so easily and cleverly entangles us. <laughs> oh my God. The entanglements in this thing, you know, sin can entangle you. Weights can entangle you. Let us strip off every unnecessary weight and sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us. Let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us. Run with persistence the race that is set before you. Are you running with persistence? Are you stripping away that weight? 
are you stripping away that sin? Minimize the trash that is easily besets you. That trash that easily besets you, minimize it. Trash it away because it is going to affect your heart. It affects your heart. It's a major part that affects your heart. There's no other Bible reference or no other part of the human anatomy that the Bible mentions clearly that is an outlet for the issues of life. The heart is the only place that the Bible has mentioned that is, the, is, is an outlet for the issues of life. Is an outlet for the issues of life. Out of it flows the issues of life. There's no other human part of the body or there's no other Bible reference that talks about the, the heart being the outlet for the issues of life. So you must understand how important this is in the scheme of things. Minimize the trash. What are you listening to? Your ear gates, your eye gates. What you allow into your eye gates. What you allow into your ear gates. What comes out of your mouth? What comes out of your mouth? Where do you hang out? You know, the Bible says in Psalm 1, uh, he that walks in the counsel of the ungodly and starts in his ways of sinners and sits in the skins of scornful, you know, those kind of people, you cannot move forward. You can't move forward. Your delight is in the law of the Lord. Your delight must always be in the law of the Lord. And on this law, you meditate day and night, which is the word. You meditate day and night on the word, on the word, on the word. Minimize the trash, meditate on the word. Minimize the trash and meditate on the word. Which brings me to my next point. Feed on the truth. Feed on the truth. You know, and... The Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Feed on the truth. You know, now, <laughs> you know, something is very, very, is so rampant now. In this age now, there's my truth, your truth, our truth, you know. But listen, there's the truth. There is the truth. And that truth is God. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. The only person that has the power, the only person that has the power, to set you free is the truth. In this age of our truth, my truth, you know, there's only the truth. His name is Jesus. The world is opposed to truth and has glorified and promoted tolerance over truth. The world has promoted tolerance over truth. There's so many things, so many ideologies, so many cult cultural beliefs that have become tolerated as the truth. But they are not the truth. There is only the truth. The world is opposed to truth and has glorified and promoted tolerance over truth. Think about it. Think about it. So many things right now, you know, are being tolerated as my truth or our truth. But what is the truth? What is the truth? What is the truth? Don't be part of the people that promote tolerance over the truth. So many Christians now. In fact, some of us, you know, we think it's the truth, but what we know are facts. We are very factual about the Bible. We know that this happened. We know that this happened. But we know that this happened. But we have not experienced the transformational power of Christ. We have not experienced the transformational power of Christ such that we can witness Him. We know the Bible. We know where this is. We know what this says. But have you witnessed 
Have you have you tasted, you know, of the power of the of the risen Christ? Because you see, one thing about facts, facts is all about information. You can get information and be so impressive in your presentation of the information. But listen to me, the truth, like the Bible says, I'll set you free. The truth is all about transformation. The difference between the fact and the truth is transformation. The truth produces transformation. Facts can only, at best, produce information. So you have information, you're able to defend this, you're able to defend that, you know. And you know, at best, you're just informing people. But the truth produces transformation. That is why you see people in the Bible that you never have thought. Look at the people like the woman at the well. Look at the people like Mary Magdalene. Look at people that probably never even had the opportunity to be able to think in their lifetime that they will be people that will, that will, that, 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 that will transform you know, the, the gospel of Jesus Christ. For example, look at the, 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 the person that wrote three quarters of the, of the scriptures. His name is Paul. Saul, who of Damascus, who turned to Paul. My God, that man was his... He met with the truth. He had his own truth. He was a Jewish man doing in his mind, doing great things. In fact, one was one of the people that was killing people from house to house, murdering people because they were not respecting the law. In his mind, he, that was his truth. But listen, when he met the truth, <laughs> when he met the truth, the Bible says, he says, so, so, why do you persecute me? Why do you persecute the truth? A lot of you, some of you, might be in that position. Why do you persecute the truth? But God is going to transform you. When he met with the truth, his life was transformed. And that is what the Bible does. And that is what the truth does. That is what Jesus does. He transforms our life. That is why we need to guard our hearts and feed more on the truth so that our lives will continue to experience the transformation, the transformation of our Father. Because every day, some of you, if you check back and look back at when you gave your life to Christ and now, you will see a whole new difference. The things I used to do, a song that says that, the things I used to do, I do them no more. Because why? There is a great change since I met God. How many of you can truly say that? That there has been a great change since I met God. Oh, I can say that with all sense of responsibility. I'm not perfect, but I can say there has been a great change since I met God. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. Guarding your heart is critical to experiencing all God wants us to be. If you are able to move in the direction of these steps, knowing that your heart is a treasure to God, or it's part is a is a treasure of God, or a treasure to God. Number two, always realizing that your heart, you know, is a major priority. You must prioritize that task, guarding it, guarding it, guarding it, because out of it comes the issues of life. Minimize the trash. Minimize the trash and feed on the truth. So, let's go again. Appreciating that God, your heart is precious to God. Number two, prioritizing the task of guarding your heart. 
Number three, minimizing the trash that gets into your heart. Number four, feed on the truth that helps your heart grow. It guards and feeding on the truth is the security you need for your heart. I pray that, you know, as we have shared this with you, I pray that God touches your heart and that you are transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your, 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 your heart is, your, your mind is totally renewed every single day. Your heart is, you guard your heart with all diligence. This season, because this season, so many things are going around, causing fear in the hearts of people. Causing fear, a, more, a worse pandemic than COVID-19. I plead with you to please make sure that you take this very seriously, that you guard your heart with all diligence. Thank you for listening to this message. For more information, please visit www.vchurch316.org. God bless you.